Back together, just another sports podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Hello. Greg was begging people to come in and be the third last week. He did not want to do it. No. Who were you trying to get to the Chris, please come in. Alan, please come in. Did I, did I ask everyone in the newsroom? You scare him. You scare him. I know. Colin does intimidate me. Yeah. So I, I, but, hey, we did 50 minutes last week. We did. Just me and you. So, so not bad, huh? At least 20 so. of those seconds were good. Right. So... We're glad to have Josh back, though. Welcome, yes. sir. Hope you hope you enjoyed your uh, little respite uh, last week. It was uh, nice to not have to talk to you guys. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, <laughs> uh, away from us. So, did you uh, go visit the boat? The boat? I yeah. I was I was trying to. Th- I was there was somebody I think last week I wanted to text you guys while you were doing it to have them thrown on, but I, I can't remember who it was. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put. I got I got a few this week. Don't worry. <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna put some people on the boat this week. Uh, we're going to do some buy or sell. We're going to do Collins lock of the week. Two and one. Uh, all right. Two and one. We're going to do headlines, uh, the usual menu of stuff. Uh, but we're going to start, I, I think, with the NFL playoffs. And, um, playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> and uh, Colin doesn't lead you astray because he, he told you the Chiefs were going to handle the Colts with these last money. week. Better of the week. But <laughs> coincidentally enough, you did not bet on the Colts. Did, I did. Or, uh, yeah. on the what Chiefs, is up did with that? Yeah. I didn't make it over to Charlestown. Okay. So. And my and my upset special of the week was the uh, Chargers uh, beating the Patriots. <laughs> and, and, and so it shows what I know, everyone. But but that did not uh, turn out so well. Did and, not turn out. And, that, and that's where I wanted to start. Because like, for the second straight week, I'm just wondering what on earth the Chargers are, are doing exactly. So... Uh, I mean, against well, they're the Ra- going home now, <laughs> they're packing up. <laughs> they are going home now, but what I do mean, you mean, against the Ravens, I thought they had a great. Oh, you were uh, questioning their offensive. Yeah, I mean, they had a great plan. defensive game plan against the Ravens, and uh, they had a very conservative, I thought, offensive game plan against the Ravens, and it, it showed. I mean, they 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 squeaked the game out, kicking field goals and scoring one touchdown. Against the Patriots. All right, well, I have something to say about that because I wasn't here last week, and you were harping on that. But did you watch the game, right? Like, Philip Rivers did not have time to throw that. Well, right. So yeah. they were they were going after him. And it was obvious that that was their plan, was to pressure him. And that's why they didn't drop back 45 times and try to win the, win the game. Yeah, but, 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 but I thought I thought it was still too – Too much. Too, too dink and dunk, gotcha. too short passing game, too much relying on, on running okay. right up the middle. So I, I, I thought it was a conservative offensive game plan okay. against the Ravens. Against the Patriots, I have no earthly idea what they were doing on defense. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're sitting back in his own defense, just praying that Tom Brady <laughs> makes a bad read, or just just hoping they could trick Tom Brady, which is which is not going to happen. I mean, well, the Patriots ha- ran the ball. How could you come out? Yeah, but the 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 game plan again was all wrong defensively. I mean, go, go ahead. Uh, what, what do you no, that's to say I, about? What, I mean, I'm talking yeah. about zone defense. That I mean, the Patriots clearly had decided they were going to come in and run the ball right sony michelle at what five he's still running <laughs> well so, and, but, and but, but the chargers stopped the ravens running game the week before so so what changed in a well, week well those are different i mean the ravens running game is predicated on their quarterback you know that that's a whole different unorthodox style of offense that got the ravens to where they were the chargers had gotten to the point where they were specifically scheming against the Ravens, not against the run per se, against the Ravens. I think they didn't really know what New England was going to do. Bill Belichick just outcoached them, I think. That's that's exactly the way I see it. It was just they did what they do well. I mean, he was getting rid of the ball. He was throwing it to his backs. Uh, they were, they've, they've run the ball well all year. Um, and Edelman came up huge. Edelman mm-hmm. is 
I think st- I think he's still underrated. Almost. Yeah, and you know who he might not be able to catch p- balls anymore, but Rob Gronkowski is a hell of a blocker. I don't know that. I don't know be- that it's he can't catch. I don't think he can really move yeah. much anymore. <laughs> he's still but he can, over he, He's Miami. still a big dude and can get in people's way. Yeah. yeah. But the, but the formula to beat the Patriots though is pressuring, getting pressure somehow on on Tom Brady. It's not sitting back in in, in zone defense hoping you could. Well, they probably they probably thought that Bosa could their guys I, I, could get yeah, to him, right? And right. and if they weren't blitzing, but Brady is gonna he's just gonna pick you apart, right? If you're not, but but says. if if you look at the Chargers roster though, I mean it's arguably the best in the league. I mean they have two monster d- defensive ends in, in Bosa and Ingram. They have the defensive rookie of the year in Derwin James, who's a stud. Yeah, uh, on offense they have a Hall of Fame slam dunk. Hall of Fame quarterback. A Hall of Fame quarterback playing as well as he ever has. They have three big-time wideouts that anyone would be lucky to have. They have an all-pro running back. I mean, just look at the they, – they should not be getting boat raced by by the Patriots' uh, grinding, hardworking, blue-collar roster. I mean, some, something is wrong. You guys probably touched on what, what the issue is. It's coaching. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, 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 was, that was the difference in that game. I mean, notice that Bill Belichick in this day of deferring the opening kickoff he took the he, ball. Yeah, <laughs> he, he 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 won the he won the toss and and, and took the that ball. That game was won in the first quarter. It right. really was B- because I because obviously he felt that they could do what what they were going to do against the Chargers. That's yeah. that's all that's soft, all that game was. Defense. It was yeah. an exercise in coaching excellence yep. and superiority, and he's done it again. And it looks like you know he's they certainly have a chance to to beat the Chiefs again. Um, Is Philip Rivers done? Ball. Is, is oh, this, that's a good. Is this the best opportunity he'll have? I was thinking about that, and I think it probably is. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, things change from year to year. Mm-hmm. Um, in that division, the Chiefs are not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers are going to have to have their work cut out for them um, each year. To to they hadn't they didn't play a home game this year in the playoffs. They didn't get one. Next yeah. year, it's going to be hard for they, them to even get a home. They hadn't game. even lost on the road though. They were undefeated right. on the road until well, I that. They point, were seven so. and one. Well, they the, 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 no, they were unbeaten on the road going into that no, game. The Patriots was the first loss. I don't so. think that's. I'm going to look that up. All right, go Talk ahead. amongst yourselves. All right, but no, but that was the first loss. But but I can't even blame Philip Rivers because the they just never had a chance offensively to get anything going. And the one weakness on the team is their their O line. It's not a great O line. They people can get pressure on Rivers, but the game was over after the first three drives. I mean, it really was. I mean. The, the Chargers finally forced a punt late in the first half, and the guy muffs the, – the, 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 the returner muffs the punt, so New England gets the ball right back. So that stop didn't even turn into Wasn't a real stop. was that first so. drive like the longest drive in Patriots playoff history or something like that? <laughs> no, yeah, it was 14 plays. Like the whole first quarter right. was over already in one drive. It was like, okay, I can see, I can see what's right. going on here. Yeah, I mean, obvi- and obviously Belichick saw something. He, that's why he took the ball and was going to just establish this this tone and this tempo of, of this game. But it, it just shouldn't have been that one-sided. What's it going to take for the Patriots to lose one of these years before the Super Bowl? What is it going to take? I well, we'll find out this weekend, maybe. Maybe they were seven and one. I had that. Boom. Who, who do they lose to on the road? I'm trying to find that. But go, keep going. I mean that every year they're in that crappy division. They win the division. They get their bye, and of course Belichick is going to figure out a way to stop whoever the hell it is, you know, with all that extra time to prepare with a rested team. Um, one of these years you have to think that maybe they're not going to get that by and they're going to have to play in the first round and maybe they get knocked Yeah, I off. mean, they've, they've been in the 
AFC title game eight straight times now, which which is so which is mind blowing. Uh, it really is to make the conference championship game eight straight times. I think like they've had buys in like twelve of their last thirteen years or something like that. They've been one of the top two teams in their conference. Who did they lose to? The, the Rams. The Rams. Okay. No, right. The, the Rams. The Handley too. Yes. Um, Okay. Thirty-five, twenty-three. Okay, so so we we, we we could talk about the Rams too. I was just I was just blown away. I mean, yes, I picked the Chargers and and, and thought they would win, but I was just blown away how one sided that game was. Yeah, so. yeah, it was a downer of a game. It was. That was yeah. that was my biggest gripe with it was we all were charged up for one o'clock on that day to see yeah. a, a, a clash of these two really good teams, and it was over. And like I said, it was over in the first quarter. Yeah, I, I didn't think any of the football was really all that compelling. Right. Compelling over the weekend. I, I know the Saints and Eagles was. I mean, I guess there was mystery about the outcome until the final two minutes. But the Eagles stopped scoring points after like the first yeah, <laughs> eight right. minutes of that game. It, it was all Saints after that point. So that was kind of a one-sided game, even though the final score was close. The Cowboys, I guess, were in it against the Rams Saturday night, but but, really. but 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 not really. Yeah. Uh, um, be, I mean, they fell behind by so much, and they were, and their defense, they couldn't stop anyone. Uh, the Gurley and C.J. Anderson both went over 100 yards uh, in, in that game, yeah. and uh, and yes, they made it close late, but that wasn't really a game. And then the Colts Chiefs, as Colin correctly called, was was completely one sided in favor of the Chiefs. So at one point, it looked like Andrew Luck just said, "I'm out." Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see you. I mean, there was no real urgency in the way he was handling himself after a certain point. And, and again, the fast the fast start killed the killed the Colts yeah. in that game. So it was like sort of sort of like the divisional weekend is usually a good weekend because you have mm-hmm. playoff teams. You have teams that have won playoff games against the best teams of of the season. But the, it was just really a bummer of a football yeah, weekend. Right. I thought I would so. agree with that take. And by the way, I did find out by our, from our publisher. I just went and spoke with it. Uh, you won't be going to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Oh, so he kind of laughed in my face about that. So. <laughs> oh well, well, we'll have, we'll have to we'll have to do we'll have, we'll we to, had to ask. We'll, we'll have to do some phone work if well, we if, send if, you to New Orleans. If then. if Ligonor graduate Rob Havenstein uh, gets to the Super Bowl with the Rams, we'll have to get him on the phone and hope hope he picks up on I, us. I, I, don't, uh, I don't think we'll uh, be uh, I don't think we'll times. be hearing from him Super Bowl <laughs> before the Super Bowl. Probably not, but we'll we'll, tr- we'll have to try though. His parents so. maybe will be willing to talk to us. Right. All right. Well, thanks for that news, John. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to that. Uh, sorry. Uh, on keep, air. Keep 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 the vibe uh, uh, rolling Positive. here. So yeah. Hey, maybe so. maybe uh, if we start bothering him enough, maybe the Rams PR folks will call us and with a cease and desist order like we got from the Falcons of right. two years oh, ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> now you re- you really despise Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Uh, I just hate uh, the Saints. John, right. So, I especially Payton. Right. I mean, I have nothing personal against Drew Brees aside from the fact that he's the quarterback of the Saints, and I hate them. Right. So, is there so, something you would like me to say about that? No, no, no. So, 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 I mean, the Rams. You're, yeah. you're, you're a big. Oh you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're a huge uh, Rams fan. I was this a huge week. Eagles yeah. fan last weekend. I'm a huge Rams fan this weekend. Any, and I, that stands for like pretty much any week of the year in the NFL season. I root for a few teams. I root for my team. I root for whoever plays the Ravens, and I root for whoever plays the Saints, and whoever plays the Packers. So it's like it's it's funny how like it's just my fandom is largely based on who I hate. <laughs> it's not fandom; it's hate them. Right, right. Before we get into buy or sell, because our our first few buy or sells will be about will be football NFL related. Colin, your boy Adam Gase, uh, your, your your new coach, uh, <laughs> uh, who you love, and, and your eyes just got really wide uh, for good. God, for, this was for, gold for, for good reason. Like what? What? <laughs> I mean. Was he was he doing a line of coke before before he got on the dais or or, or, or what's going on? I read here? an interview. I got a an alert today on my phone from ESPN where Adam Gase was quoted as saying he doesn't 
it doesn't matter to him. That's irrelevant. The use uh, he, the word he used was irrelevant. The way that people are talking about his eyes, I don't know what that deal was. Well, so I thought I, I couldn't watch it after. Yeah, <laughs> he's he. Uh, I think there was somebody who had covered him with the Dolphins who worked for ESPN. I think it was the, whoever saw, their beat writer was. I saw a tweet. Was yeah, like his yeah. Twitter was blowing up, and they were like, "What the hell is going on with Gase?" And the guy was basically like, "That this is just him. That's, yeah, that's, that's the way he, he looks." Yeah. And especially in these these introductory intense and intense uh, press conferences and stuff it, may, it makes cool. you worry about about the <laughs> about the guys like it's like urban meyer like, say, co- co- like urban collapsing meyer, yeah. in the maryland game he's like b- hunched over like look, look like he's about to die on the sidelines every five right. minutes yeah you got to be concerned that this guy's gonna bust like have an aneurysm <laughs> or something his head is gonna just explode in the middle of the game right <laughs> And, I, and I'm the, I'm not one to talk about like awesome like hairlines and stuff like that, but I don't I don't think that guy was that bald when he really got into got yeah, into the coaching um, profession. So this 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 coaching profession I think has been pretty rough on on Adam. Well, Gaze. now he's in New York um, too, right? Yeah, I know. Right, he goes from what a seven and nine team to a five and eleven team, I, I think. Know. Right. Yeah. So so I, I just picture Colin like who was outspoken against the hire last week. Anyway, he he wasn't thrilled with this hire to no. begin with. And then to see the guy's introductory press conference and the guy's eyes are completely bugging out of his head. That didn't exactly inspire confidence, I'm sure, It doesn't. Colin. I'm, I'm thinking by week nine he's gone. I'm wondering, how was he even a head coaching candidate? Well, they – so – and I think I mentioned this last week. I'm not sure. But uh, the thing is, is everybody's big on him and quarterbacks. He worked with Ben Roethlisberger, I think. Uh, he worked with uh, – Ryan Tannehill had his best season under him. And then who else? Who's Peyton, like well, another? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, coach. yeah. Peyton Come Manning. on, this Ben Roethlisberger and Peyton Manning. Uh, Jay, Jay Cutler had a good season. Jay with Cut, the, yeah, with, Jay Cutler's with, best with season was under his Adam only Gaze. good one. Yeah. So they, so they think since they're investing so much in Sam Darnold that this will be a guy. But then hire him as the offensive coordinator. Right. Don't hire him as a coach. I, I don't get it. Don't get it at all. They don't should, like they it. should have flip flopped who they, they should. The Greg Williams should be their head coach, and they should yeah. make Gaze. Who, who, who was your choice again? Who do you, who do you want the Jets to hire if they could have had anyone? At the time, I was saying Cliff Kling. Cliff Kingsbury, but I think this week I'm going to put him on the boat. So I, whoa, no, we 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 did like he's already on the boat. He's already on the boat. Okay, I think I think I I mentioned that. I I would have we did last week. I would have preferred Bienemy, Eric Bienemy. Yeah, I I don't even know if they interviewed him. I don't know either. So, all right, buy or sell. Um, the Chiefs and the Saints, uh, the the number one seeds in each conference this year. Um, three of the last four years, uh, it's been all number one seeds in the Super Bowl. The last non number one. The only non-number one to go to the Super Bowl since the Ravens won in 2013 is, 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 is the Falcons. Um, okay. uh, uh, two years ago, they were at two. So, yeah, and they won. Oh, and they were up Ooh. 28 to three. Oh, but, they almost. But, did. But, but, but they did not win. Thanks, thanks to their great coaching decisions to yeah. to, to, oh, to, to, to to pass instead of just running the ball uh, when they had the game in their hand and and kicking a field goal. Anyway, are we buying or selling the the one seeds again? Chalk again. Chief Saints, is that going to be the Super Bowl? Buy or sell? Ooh, I'll sell on that. I'll sell. I don't think that's going to be the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be Pat Pat Saints. Yeah, I'm with Josh. Okay, agreement. I say I say <laughs> Pat Saints. Sorry, too. guys. Okay. All right. Spoiler. Um, the Eagles. Um, they have announced they are sticking with um, Carson Wentz as, the, as their future quarterback. Nick Foles' his contract is up. He'll be in the market, uh, presumably for a new team, assuming he doesn't want to just back up uh, Carson Wentz uh, and, and re-sign with the Eagles. Are we buying or selling Nick Foles as a uh, viable NFL starter? Yes, I'm buying that. 
Yeah, I mean, viable compared to Blake Bortles. Viable sure. compared to Kirk Cousins. Well, yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. I was I was listening to Jason Lockenfora, friend of the show, and he was talking about the question was posed: Does what Kirk Cousins got last year is that going to affect how much or little Very Nick good. Foles gets? Uh, this year, and he said he thinks so. You know, the, he does think that the the idea of somebody giving a sort of twelve to eighteen or ten to ten to twenty quarterback in the league a huge deal like that, it's just not going to happen now. And Nick Foles. Oh, is, oh really? Yeah. See, I would have thought the opposite with that. I would I would have said he's going to get a a big chunk of money from somebody because there are so many teams that need quarterbacks, and he's won a Super Bowl. I mean, I yeah. I, I don't know. Well, well, they're saying Jacksonville. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, where do we see Foles landing? Uh, Jacksonville makes sense. I guess the Giants uh, ha- have an opening. Would Would Denver be interested in upgrading over Denver. Case Keenum? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I wonder what his uh, salary situation is. Keenum, Keenum's probably he's he's probably in, he's probably not twenty. I don't think. No, I he's think, not. He, but I think they're paying him. I want to say he, that's like a two-year it was like 18 million dollars a year or something like that right which, which seems like a bargain in this inflated market. right but, but i don't know how much of that is like if this second year is guaranteed or if they can just cut bait with him well there's also an option when it comes to Foles, according to lock and fora that there's a team option so they could right. pick him up and because he gets if if he goes he can essentially buy his free agency if he wants to be a free agent he will owe them two million dollars what the team can say is hey keep your two million dollars uh, where do you want to go, and we'll trade you there, mm. so they can get something in return. So that that's what Lock and Forrest says. He thinks that's how he's that how, that's how it's going to play out because the Eagles and Foles have a good relationship. He's brought them a lot, yeah, so they they're willing do to, good to by do, him yeah, or whatever. So he can keep his two million dollars, and they'll send him wherever he wants to go. I can't imagine it being anywhere other. I mean, right now you have essentially Joe Flacco and Teddy, uh, Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater and Nick Foles. Yeah. Those are probably your top three. Who do you want out of those three guys? Your team needs a quarterback. Out of those three, who do you want for the future, Teddy? I, I would say Bridgewater. Yeah, he's got the because you know what Flacco is, and 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 I think you know what. I'm going to sell Nick Foles as a viable starter. I mean, he's, he's tried it before; it hasn't worked. I think he, I think he's been cast in the perfect situation the past couple of years with the Eagles. Well, he didn't play well at the beginning of this season, right? Right. right. Uh, uh, he he got some good breaks and uh, in, 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 in some nice bounces. I think one off of one of his receivers' knees in one of those playoff games the last year against the Falcons. So I think he's a great. If he's your backup, I think you're in good shape. But as a, if he's your starter, uh, I I don't think his ceiling is much higher than a. Kirk Cousins or, or or someone like that. So I'm selling Nick Foles as an NFL starter. Well, so. when you first started to mention this buy or sell, I thought you were going to say buy or sell Carson Wentz as a as a franchise yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Well, all right, we could we, we, we could do that. Buy or sell and Carson Wentz as a franchise I quarterback. To sell that, really? Yeah, I will mm. buy it. I will. I I would say that he look at it. Look at what he's done. So he had his rookie year. And he was kind of up and down, which was expected. His second year. Um, you know, in the same system with the same coaching staff, he lit it up and he got hurt and that set him back. I just think he, if he can stay healthy and he continues to get good coaching from Peterson, which by all accounts he's going to, mm-hmm. I think he will take off again. I, I just, I see, I, I like what I see in his abilities is the way he can move around. Um, and the coaching there is just really good. So I can see him. Yeah. I, I'm a franchise. QB. I'm, I'm buying. He has everything you want. The, the size, all the, all the intangibles. Uh, he has all that. I mean, he, he got hurt last year. He was the MVP of the league until he got hurt last year. And, and it takes 
basically a season to get back to, yeah. to, to where you were. So, so there's no reason to think that he won't get back to that sort of level next year. So, so I'll buy Carson Wentz, but you're selling Colin. Why? I think the Eagles kind of had some magic dust on them last year, winning the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Uh, I think that was evidence. No, they did not play well and they got lucky getting into the playoffs. Now they played well against Chicago they had the same magic dust. If Alshon Jeffries doesn't drop that football, they could be playing this weekend again, and we'd be having the same story. I don't know that that's sustainable, though, for something long-term. And from what we saw from Carson Wentz this season, I didn't think he played all that well. I know he might be hurt, but maybe this is a case of somebody who either gets hurt all the time or has a nagging injury where for the next two or three years you hear people say, well, he's not right. Well, he's not right. And kind of the same way people did with Aaron Rodgers for, for you can't hold the playoffs against him last year. Cause he didn't play in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, um, no, what I'm saying is I'm interested to see where the Eagles lie and where the Eagles land next year, because they had a nice run last year. They backed into the playoffs. we had a nice little run this year, but what are they as a consistent team that I don't know. Right. Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, move, move, moving on here, uh, Kyler Murray. I, I don't want to ask if he's going to be a first-round pick because, I, I mean, I think we would all agree he's going to be a first-round pick and probably a high one at that, especially given the quarterback class that, that is coming out this year. But are we buying or selling Kyler Murray as a viable NFL starter? Buy, I'm buying. Yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy him. I loved – I went over this yeah. a couple of weeks ago, several weeks ago. I loved everything I saw about that kid. Now, granted, he's five foot nine, but I just don't think that matters anymore. Yeah, I don't think that matters anymore either. Yeah, I think I think I I looked it up when I, when I was um, uh, putting some of this together. He's five ten, one hundred ninety five. So he's not he's not the smallest guy in the world, but by NFL quarterback standards, he's, 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 he's small. Yeah, he's such right. an incredible athlete. I I just think it, he will be he he would be eventually you know a viable starting. Now, are, are we, like I fell into the Johnny Manziel thing with with Baker that that trap with Baker. Are we following into the? <laughs> The mate, the Baker tra- trap with with Murray because he oh. he 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 succeeded him as the Oklahoma quarterback. He also won a Heisman. I don't know. I think I said uh, earlier. Yeah, I think he right. I think he's a better. He was better this year than than Baker was right uh, in his last year at Oklahoma. I'm not saying he's better than Mayfield is, but no, nah, I'm not. I, I wouldn't say that. The, the the thing that he has going for him, and the reason why I'm buying it, his his accuracy is is yep. like 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 Baker. It's it's off the charts. And 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 if you if you have that component, like that's that's the most important ingredient to have as a quarterback is the accuracy. The, the other stuff, the intangibles, that's all good and helpful. But, but if you're yeah. not accurate, if you're not accurate, you're, 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 you're going to struggle. Right. That. And what we're seeing in all of these young guys um, that are becoming stars is their mobility. You know, the only guy for a while there, the only guy in the NFL that was accurate and incredibly mobile was Aaron Rodgers, who was just, you know, and it's not like he was a running quarterback, but he knew how to navigate in the pocket and, and use his legs to buy time and make crazy plays. And I think Murray is going to be able to escape pressure and make plays um, because of his accuracy, too. Okay, and we're all buying uh, Kyler Murray as an NFL starter. Uh, let's 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 move over to the NBA and let's talk some NBA beyond just who's who's going to the finals uh, uh, for for a change. Um, uh, James Harden, uh, fifty eight points uh, Tuesday night in a um, or Wednesday night, excuse me, in a overtime loss to the Rockets. It was an overtime loss to the Nets. To, yes, to the Nets. The Rockets lost to the Nets. Thank yeah. you, Colin. So uh, his streak of uh, thirty of streak of games with at least thirty points is now at eighteen. I think only Wilt, Cha- Wilt Chamberlain and Elgin Baylor had a longer I sent you guys streaks. this graphic last night. It was right. 40 points. It was games. 40 points, and he's got 20. 
Yeah, but I'm saying his streak of 30-point games is at 18. Well, if he has 20, 40-point games, he'd obviously have to score 32. Right, but I'm, but I'm <laughs> correct. So, so it's got to be at at least 20, whatever the 30-point game is. No, it's, it's at 18. Look it up. I'm, I, you got me on the Chargers on, on the road. I'm, I, th- I think I got you on this one. The, the so. text that he sent us last night was 40. Most consecutive games. games averaging 40. Averaging 40, not not uh, hitting 40. So yeah, so that so, so the that. so the fine print matters there. Um, but but only uh, Wilt and Elgin have longer streaks. Wilt's was 65 uh, for the record. 65 games of at least straight games of at least uh, 30 points. So that, that that's the NBA record. Well, for 515 games, he averaged 40 points. <laughs> Wilt did. <laughs> Right, yeah, not not bad. Um, so one of one of many impressive numbers. When people want to make this for argument. Will Chamberlain, you so. can make the argument that James Harden might be the best offensive right. player of all time. Well, that that's my buy or sell, yeah. Colin. I'm selling that. Charles Barkley has that said that, hasn't he? he there's a bunch of know. big names. Uh, buy or sell? Is that. James Harden, as he's declared himself already, the best pure scorer in NBA history? No. No, but what's funny is Chris Kinsler is starting to get on that bandwagon too. He's a Rockets fan. Yeah, he's a Rockets fan. Why? Why not? I'll, I'll say I'll say he is. I mean, the way he shoots threes in conjunction with the fact that he can get to the get to the rack and finish and draw fouls. Uh, Jordan wasn't hitting threes the way he is, and uh, wasn't quite the shooter he is. Will Chamberlain could get anything he wanted whenever that's true, he wanted in that era. You in, in more ways than one, yes. <laughs> Harden so you, in that well, you think put Harden if you put in that era? Wilt in this era, he'd be who'd he be stopped by? Mo Bamba? No, well, Wilt would face much more formidable defense. Yeah, but who in, like in, right in, in now? Yeah, that's true. Because right now there aren't any centers. There aren't like any him. centers. Maybe like Clint Capella of the Rockets oh, or yeah, someone I'm sure like he'd that. He'd really so, check Wilt, uh, right? <laughs> I what, think Wilt could Wilt, get it now. If Wilt if played in the NBA now, would a coach say? We're putting all our chip, like we're throwing the ball into Wilt Probably every time not. down. Probably yeah. not Probably because not. everybody's so swayed by this yeah. Warriors way of playing. That's true. So yeah, Wilt we'll, we'll, wouldn't exist. Uh, in, in, in They'd probably try to make him shoot threes. They'd be like, swing it out to Wilt. <laughs> <laughs> Wilt would be bringing the ball up the floor, yeah. too. <laughs> Wilt's in the corner for a three. <laughs> Right, he'd be a seven-foot three-point shooter, sort of like Kevin Durant is. So I mean, um, I don't, I don't like to, I, I, I don't know that I really believe that he's the, the thing, greatest, but I'll say yes on talent. I would say no, but it, you can't underestimate his ability to get to the free throw line. He shoots like at least twenty free throws a game, and and, and he makes most of them. So like all those points that he's scoring, like a third of them are coming from just yeah. from the free, also, free throw line alone. He takes it. He's does, that taking not, his, does, it, does that not count? No, it, no. it, it counts, <laughs> but but some of the some of the fouls some of the fouls he gets are, are a bit like. Is that really a foul? He so. he takes advantage of the the current NBA yeah. and, and the way that they call the game now. You know, you could hand check when Jordan was in the league. You could do all. I mean, at this point, if you just breathe the wrong way, you get. I was watching that. I was watching him the other night here at the office, and he le- like he legitimately shoved his defender with his with his <laughs> left hand and did it. He pushed him forward and did a step back. And, and that's I what saw I'm, him do it twice. And, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no like, fouls called. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes he does that and he, he's the one that gets the call. Mm. It's the defender that gets the yeah. foul. So, so, so he gets favorable whistles. He gets to the line, uh, a third of, I mean, a third of his points come from the line. Yes, they count, but, but still like, <laughs> would that be happening in, 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 in a different era? So, so I'm selling him as the greatest pure score. More important yeah. question. He, he's one me. of them, but, but, um, go, but, not the greatest. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead, Josh. Sorry. More important question to me. Does he ever shave the beard off 
in his career. Will we ever will. see him without the yeah, beard? Yeah, I think so. I, I read that Sports Illustrated profile on him a, a year or two ago, and I, I think like he's a very shy person. So, right. I, so I think the beard like provides some sort of comfort because like that's what it, I read too. It, it, like covers his face, yeah. uh, up, up a little bit. So I, I don't think he will. I, okay. I, I think it, I think if he shaves his beard, he's gonna go. To the, he'll be like a sixteen point a game score. He'll go from like scoring averaging yeah. like thirty eight to averaging like fourteen. I wonder if he would just wait until he retires and then he shaves the beard. Like somebody pays him like. X number of million dollars to shave his beard off or something for right. some endorsement. Right. All right. Here's another NBA uh, buy or sell. Uh, Wednesday night, every team that played scored at least 101 yeah. points. Every team that played scored 101 <laughs> points. Um, the last two nights, Golden State beat New Orleans 147 140. They set a record. Too, they, they, they beat Denver the night before 142 111. These are games that end in regulation, not overtime. The Rockets Nets game was one. Uh, forty-eight, one forty-five. I, I think, and that game went to overtime at least. So, I mean, uh, the Sixers scored one hundred and forty-nine points Tuesday in a win. Your Hawks, Colin, scored one hundred and forty-two points in a win uh, Tuesday night. You should be relegated. So, are we buying or selling this high-scoring? I'll buy it. No defense. I mean, is this is this is what this we want basketball? Is this what we want basketball to become? Buy or sell? Is it no defense or is it better offense? I think that's what it is. I, I always I hate when people say they don't play defense yeah. in the NBA. I just think I've said it time and again. Some, some teams do not. These are but, just but superior yes. athletes. Yeah. This is just how good basketball players are now at scoring. And the way points. the game is called has changed the game now right. too. And Maybe move the three point line back. Exactly. Yeah. Or move the move the rim up. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like everyone's shooting three. Everyone's sh- taking and making threes. So that's an additional point per basket. So so add that up, and it's it's gonna. Well, what, yeah. What was it last night that we saw the Rockets set a record for? They shot seventy three pointers. <laughs> seventy. Right. Well, that, that's all these analytics people. That's what the math is telling them to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take seventy threes. If you make thirty of them, that that's that's thirty extra points. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, right there, right there in the game. So, but but these. My concern is like this is becoming like the all star game. Like all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, well, but well, I don't. Well. I don't view it that way. I, that's why I went with the better offense comment because I've watched NBA All Star games and the defense is atrocious. They don't defense. try at all. Yeah. They they just. Okay, you want to do three a three part alley oop? Go ahead. Uh, in actual games, you see people try to play absolutely. Defense. Yeah, some guys are lackadais- lackadaisical with uh, it, but I, I think the Cavs are like one of the big exceptions. They're like playing. You could make a make a case they're the worst defensive team ever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, really? it, their, their numbers their their numbers say it. So, wow. um, so I mean, just 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 the points they give up and, and all that they're like on track to be the worst defensive team ever. So there are some teams that yeah they they're, they're not locking in on, on on the defensive end. But um, but some of these scores are like uh, it's, it's like you have to like rub That's your weird. eyes to, to to make sure that uh, you're, you're like, actually <laughs> the score right. <laughs> like, like, well, 140, 142, 142, Colin, for, for, for your Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the, the other yeah, night, who, so. whoever allowed 142 points to the Atlanta Hawks should be relegated to the G League. Or on, or the boat. Uh, yeah, so who are they so. playing? Were they playing Duke? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and the Sixers, 150 points yeah. uh, almost. So. I, mm. have, I have a Duke buy or sell coming up. But first, yeah. uh, the Maryland ter- Terrapins. Terps. 15-3. Uh, yes. Uh, six and one in in in, in the Big, in the Big Ten. Ten. Uh, they're only in the last week they've beaten Indiana, ranked Indiana and Wisconsin. Uh, and Wisconsin. Their only loss in the Big Ten is to Purdue. Mm-hmm. They have a couple bad losses on their resume. They lost a bad one to Seton Hall at home a couple of weeks ago. But mm-hmm. are we are we buying the Terps as a legit ranked team with a chance to make some oh, noise in, in in the tournament? Without question. 
Yes. I, I really, really, really do believe that. I, I will, I will present to you their game against Virginia, uh, in Maryland. This was when they were eight and or seven and I believe. And they played Virginia down to the last possession or the second to last possession, at least Virginia is doing it again. I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but for the upteenth year in a row, Virginia's looking all great. They're looking all great in the hope, regular season. Hope, hope they don't see UMBC <laughs> in, in, in the, in the tournament. Get that number one seed, and they, they face St. Bonaventure. We'll mm. see what happens. But, uh, you know, the Terps played them maybe the hardest that team has been played all year. I know they've had a couple of bad losses, but I think, I mean, they have some real – real players on that team bruno fernando is yeah, he's, to his own. he's a lottery pick yeah. uh, like a high lottery yeah. pick like a top i'm really ten. glad he stayed i remember watching him last year thinking you can't go you better not go um so right. I, I i like that team a lot yeah and uh, anthony cowan too yeah, anthony is, cowan. is another nba type well. talent like they have, they have legit talent on the team yeah. i mean you, just with those two players alone yeah. i mean it, basketball it's not a complicated formula how, how to win in basketball you just need really good players you need jalen hurts and, 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 and maryland has maryland has uh, two of them yeah um, oh so and, you buying yeah I, I'm, I'm buying the terps i i i, 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 I they should be at least the sweet 16 team uh uh, well, they should win. They should win two games in the tournament. Is I what would I'm hope, yeah. but I don't. They're doing it quietly this year, which is good because there have been years in recent memory where they've had high expectations and they failed those expectations. So let's just not talk about that. I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead. Josh. I'm, I'm gonna buy them uh, mainly because of what you guys have said. They've had they've had a couple of stinkers, uh, but they've also. Um, had to come back and win. Yeah. They've also had to stave off teams and win. And, 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 and last week alone, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. God, Greg, come on. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 I jumped you there. Sorry. <laughs> well, and, and the big point I want to make is that they're young and that, so like they're learning all this stuff, learning how to play different ways. They're learning how to win. By the time the end of the season comes, they're not going to be – they're going to be freshmen, but they're going to be experienced freshmen, and they're going to get into the tournament, and they're going to be just fine. I would yeah. see that – I could definitely see them going to the Sweet 16 for sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, and we'll find out about the Terps uh, coming up here soon. They have Michigan State at home mm-hmm. on Monday. Uh, next mm-hmm. uh, next month they go to Michigan. Uh, Michigan uh, – Might be the best uh, team in the Right. Undefeated Michigan. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll find out about the Terps um, <clears throat> uh, here shortly. Uh, Duke uh, – Lost at home on Monday night to unranked uh, Syracuse. I watched that tip to tip. And what did you think? Uh, Duke got exposed. White did not have a good night. Um, he He's a better shooter. I think he what, went 0 for 10 or 1 for 10 from three-point line. Uh, Zion Williamson obviously is the – he could go play in the NBA today if he wanted to. But the thing that I took away most from that game was Syracuse. Uh, I think they were 13 and 5 coming in. They didn't really look that great. They lost to Buffalo this season. Buffalo's good this year, but they usually never lose to Buffalo. Um, they came in, and they they showed a lot of resolve. And those kids on, on Syracuse, man, they were knocking down big-time shots in clutch moments. I was really impressed with that. It, it's, it's the only time Duke has lost at home as the number one team to a team other than North Carolina. They, they were previously undefeated wow. as, as the number one team in the nation against all their teams except North Carolina at Cameron Indoor. So – Duke did lose their uh, their star point guard uh, Trey Jones uh, pretty early in that yes. game to a shoulder injury. Some dude on Syracuse took a charge from Zion Williamson, and that got him out the rest of the game. Oh my After God. taking that hit, he couldn't well, come right. back. He weighs game. like two hundred eighty yeah. pounds, doesn't he? Well, uh, poor Trey Jones got hurt too. Now he's out indefinitely with this with this shoulder issue. Yeah. 
Um, so are we, are we buying or selling Duke as the national championship favorite without without Trey Jones? I'll, I'll go first here. This team, to me, I don't I haven't watched a lot of them, <clears throat> but it smells like a Duke team that's going to bow out early in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's just like they've got all of this talent. They got a kid that's going. He's one and done, and he's going to be the number one pick. Maybe maybe multiple. Um, yes. One, one and well, no, no, they, yeah. yeah, they have multiple one and dones most likely, but they have Zion, who's everybody's you know on everybody's radar. I just I can see them getting bounced like in the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Well, that would be something. I think it was the first round. Well, yeah, it'd probably be a one seed. That, that's true. <laughs> so stay, stay away from UMBC. <laughs> I'll say they won't. I'll, I'll say I can see them not making it to the Elite Eight. Okay, Colin. Yeah, buy, I, I yeah. agree with that. Are you buying or selling Duke without Trey Jones? Is it um, how much? How much does his absence matter? Is basically what I'm asking. I think it matters a lot. Uh, do we know how long he'll be out? No, in, indefinitely. Okay, so I I. You know, I've wanted to believe that Duke is sort of a transcendent team in the way that Alabama was in football. We saw what happened to Alabama when they faced Clemson in the national title game. With this loss to Syracuse, and what we haven't mentioned yet is that they should have lost at Florida State uh, a game before that last weekend. Duke seems, you know, they seem mortal. And I could see, as to say that they're the favorite right now, I don't think so. I don't think that they're the it, favorite. Is, is there a favorite? I don't know that there is. If the, the closest one that I could think of would be Michigan. Yeah, let's right let now. these teams get into their conference calendars a little yeah. more, like another couple of weeks or something. And I think that will really have a better picture of who is the top Virginia three or four teams. <laughs> if Trey Jones gets back and he's the younger brother of um, uh, of Tyus Jones, who plays for the Timberwolves and who led their national championship run, uh, their, their most recent national uh, championship run. If he's there, I think I think Duke's the favorite. I, I'd, I'd buy, but, yeah. with, but but without him, I, I'd sell. But at the same time, I'm going to say that now. But I could see your point, Josh. Where, where all, they have all this hype going into the tournament, they run into a hot, scrappy uh, team in the tournament, and so many they, of those they, kids they, know they're going they, pro anyway. They, 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 they don't. They, the other team is is shooting very well. Duke Duke's not. Uh, all of a sudden, they face adversity that they haven't faced all season, and then they're they're out of the tournament. So I so I could definitely see that happening too. So Scotty Pippen says Zion should shut it down. Did you right. see that? No, right. He, he went on TV and said he thinks he should shut it down and camp or uh, concentrate wow. on the NBA. We're starting to we're so, we're moving into weird territory with that because like if you're a big time college athlete, like that's becoming the sentiment now. It's yeah. like why are why are they risking? themselves yeah, you're not uh, paid. F- for no for, for, for no for no i'm money, assuming so. he has a huge insurance policy M- most of these guys do or, <laughs> or if they're smart if they're smart they do so uh, a couple of he- a couple of headlines uh, this week uh, i don't know if you guys saw but um on monday there's a couple of nba games and nba refs will be taking questions from fans <laughs> like as the game happens on Ooh. twitter not not uh-huh. the not the NBA refs that are working the game, but like legit working NBA uh, refs oh, who are okay. off that night. Oh, okay. Um, okay. They will be uh, they will, the NBA is putting them on Twitter, and, and fans will be able to ask them questions about things that are that are happening like as I, I mean like in, 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 in real time. That's Medusa's box right there. You're opening that up for. So I don't you, think you, you, I don't think you want officials talking how, to fans. How are you, if you are a player and you criticize the refereeing after a game, you get a ten thousand dollar fine. Now you're going to allow other refs in real life time to, to criticize uh, to criticize they, them essentially and say I don't know if that's the right call. 
Yeah, you guys are making. I, I I hadn't thought of it. I mean, I, I I just looked at this as being, hey, it's the latest interactive thing. But you guys are making. So, I hadn't looked at it in this way yet. I mean, you're making you're making good points. So no way. Why you want Joe from Boston? Yeah. Uh, talking to uh, Bennett Salvador. Yeah. Uh, Bill Stacey's. Bam Blandito. Who's that guy <laughs> in the Fox booth? Dean Dean Blandito. Dean Blandito. <laughs> right. Bill Blandito. <laughs> Asking him, was that a travel? Let's hear your Dean Blandino impersonation, I'm Colin. Well, I'm Dean Blandino. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, not really. That's, I'm selling that. Next, what's next? <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Colin. Uh, the, well, I, that wasn't really a buy or sell. I was just a, we 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 move segments, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Only other headline I'll bring up and just uh, is that Baker Mayfield was named the uh, Rookie of the Year by the Pro Football Writers Association. I bring it up because. Josh kept telling me he's going to be an NFL star. He's going to be a great quarterback. I kept saying, no, I, I, he's, he's too risky. I see a lot of Johnny Manziel in him. So, um, obviously, 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 right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, obviously Josh was right. I was wrong. So that's, that's, that's the only reason why I, um, Josh I, put I, boom! I yeah. bring that up. Put so Greg on the boat <laughs> before we get to the boat, Colin, do we have a, do we have a lock, lock of the week? Lock of the week. Put in the music, Graham. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Medusa's box, but sure. <laughs> Without question, I'm telling you this: we're going to three and one. If you're betting with me, you're making money. I I, I will not offer an upset special of the week this week. I am so. telling you, it opened at three, it got up to four, but I think New Orleans puts up a thousand points against Los Angeles, Ooh. and that's going to be a they a they they, they, game. they did early they did earlier, yeah. and I think. Last week, you know, Drew Brees hadn't played in a few weeks, uh, especially toward the end of the regular season. Last week, if they were going to lose, it would have been last week. The Eagles came in. They're a tough team. Los Angeles isn't nearly as tough. They want to finesse everything. I think New Orleans in a blowout against the Rams on Sunday. Not even close. Not even close. Wow. All right. There you go. Lock of the week, folks. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. All right, it's it's boat time, and I think this is quickly becoming one of our favorite and most popular um, segments. So it's, it's, it's sort of it's sort of like the TNT like gone fishing uh, in the playoffs uh, segment. You got moss. I don't even know what that means, but right. uh, I don't know what that is either. Or you don't you don't you don't watch you don't watch the. Hey, this is an original. Yeah, yeah this segment. is an original. I thought. came up with this. All right, uh, copyright Josh Smith. So who who are we put who who goes on the boat this week? Go ahead, Josh. All right, I got a few. All right, you ready? <laughs> I, I, well, like the, all, I like the anger in his voice. I, like, 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 he's about to do this. One of them hit me yesterday. I, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of hearing about Manny Pacquiao. Why in the hell are we still hearing about this guy fighting? He's, it's just the same thing with Floyd Mayweather. He's already on the boat. So Manny is going on the boat with him. They can, they can have a fight, fight on the boat. On the boat yeah. Okay? The AP sent Tim Dahlberg, who I love, yeah. one of my favorite columnists. Uh, uh, they sent him to have breakfast with Manny Pacquiao. He wrote some column about it. I did not read it. I do not care about Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Josh Please doesn't care. go away, Manny Pacquiao. By the um, way, we renamed this segment. We just can't say it on air. Right. We did. That's that. true. Yeah. Um, second. A any others, Josh? Number two. Jim Nance, gone. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old hello friends. Uh, Jim, 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 I'm not a fan. Jim, Jim Nance. You I, two got into it we on did. the text Greg thread. And I, were I going thought back you were going to go to blows. I've, never been, wasn't that I've never been a huge fan of Jim Nance. I don't know why everybody thinks he's so wonderful. Hello. I don't, I don't understand why people think he's so good at telling us what we are already seeing. Uh, 
he can go away. I'm tired. I don't like him or Joe Buck. I think I probably already he, put Joe he, Buck on it. He made he made up a word. He made he made he's not he made up a oh, word or, was, yeah. or, or he used a yeah, word that is that well, is not a word that really he, angered Josh. What was the word? It was out physical. Out right. physical. He's hardly the only. Makes him sound dumb. He, he's he's, har- he's hardly the only one that I've heard yeah, use that word right. before. But 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 yes, it is not technically not a word. So, but but Josh was ready to <laughs> sentence. Um, Fire I was like, he should right. be fired on the spot for saying that. Yeah, Tony Romo's by himself. I was, I was a little, was a little, little fired right. up. I, I don't know why. I don't even remember. <laughs> right. Uh, so. One more. One more. This is pop culture related. Okay. BB Rexa, get on the boat. I'm tired of that song. I, I don't. I don't look. That song just needs to be put on the boat or something. Yeah, that song needs to go on the boat. Look, I don't know anything about her as an artist. Will that 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 be the soundtrack on the boat? Yeah, whatever the hell it's named. It's been it's been overplayed for like nine months. It needs to be on the boat out to sea, never to be heard from again. And she can go too. I don't care. The, the song that was on the boat was the Celine Dion Titanic song, but I guess yeah. that that's that's been replaced. No, that's now, on the so. jukebox on the boat. Oh, so. Okay, all right. <laughs> Colin, so I've got I've got two people. The first is Antonio Brown, and yeah. he's he's we, been he's been he's on, been the, on boat. the boat, but we're putting him on the boat on the he's boat. On a, he's on a float <laughs> behind the boat. I don't know. He's on, if a, ding, he's on a dinghy behind the boat. <laughs> yeah. What did he, what did he do this week? I don't know if you guys have read this story. A couple blogs have put their sleuthing hats on. There is belief out there that Antonio Brown has a burner Twitter account and has been trashing everybody who trashes Antonio Brown. So that's oh, like Kevin for, Durant. Yeah, for going wow. full on Kevin Durant, he needs to get on the the boat on the boat. And then finally, <laughs> and uh, this is only this is rumor contingent, but I think USA Today had it on Monday that uh, the leader in the clubhouse for Bryce Harper is the Philadelphia Phillies. If Bryce Harper goes to the Phillies, Bryce Harper can get on the boat. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? So that, Why who do you I, think he should sign? He's with? going. He should come back to Washington. Okay. That's what I think. Right. But uh, he and that's what that's what I'm saying. He's going to a rival. He he is going to a, a division rival. A division yeah. rival. Um, he has claimed to be have all this pride in D.C. He True. says he's treated D.C. well. He loves D.C. He doesn't want to leave, even though he should know at this point nobody's getting four hundred million dollars, which we talked about a little yesterday. I think if he actually goes to Philadelphia, he needs he will be booed here and rightfully oh, so. Yeah. yeah. I am putting Kyrie Irving on the boat. I, I don't know. I don't know if oh, you guys are reaching out to LeBron. Yeah, right, exactly. And saying <laughs> LeBron G. I, I I sort of reacted poorly to to what you were trying to tell me and, and all the advice you were giving me. I was sort of being a stubborn brat at the time and, and wanted to have my own team. I saw Stan Van's take on that. And it was very interesting. He said, I don't think he's talking to LeBron. I think he's talking to his own team because now he's being treated the way he treated LeBron. He's trying right, to exactly. talk to the young kids on the Celtics and they're ignoring he's him. He's realizing how. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that he called LeBron and like apologized for, for how he reacted to LeBron playing with him all those years, going to all those finals and winning all those games, how horrible that must have been to, to, Poor to, Kyrie. to go to all those finals and win all those games. <laughs> So Kyrie goes. Plus, he thinks the Earth is flat. I, yes. I, I don't care that he walked it back. He, he, he actually, definitely thinks that. He, he, he actually <laughs> he thinks does. the Earth is flat. So Kyrie needs to sail, get on the boat, and yeah, sail to and, the end of the Earth, and, and sail off the Earth, on, <laughs> sail off the flat Earth on, on on this boat. So, the other one was brought to my attention by my brother, but I completely agree. The White House chef is going on the boat this week <laughs> uh, for for serving up uh, uh, a, a, a buffet of fast food to the to the Clemson. Tide 
Tigers. But the chef wasn't there. Yeah, I don't think it was the chef's or, fault. I think or the, was... the White House. Whoever was in charge of, okay. of that. Fa- and I know Clemson knew it was coming and thought it was great and it, or whatever. I know it wasn't like a surprise. Like, hey, they're serving us uh, quarter pounders at the White House. But Big still, like, like, we could do better than like Domino's Pizza. Yeah, and, that's the only thing that offended uh, me was Domino's. Domino's. Right. Yeah. Like, so, so yeah, yeah but, well, you hate Burger King. So I would have thought yeah. they, they didn't have any Burger they King. They did. They had Burger King, Wendy's, really? and McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who Donald Trump called, quote, great American food. Great American food. So <laughs> the photos of him standing behind this table of all this disgusting <laughs> so fast great. food, and he's smiling. Oh my right. God! So, awesome. so, so, Clemson, you, you've done, you're the first team in a hundred years, to, more than a hundred years, to go fifteen and zero. You, you, you get a, a trip to the White House, <laughs> chicken nuggets. and you get chicken nuggets and quarter pounders and Big Macs and Dom and Domino's pizza. The thing like, that I, the thing that was being brought up that I thought was legit by people on Twitter was like they set that they set that up like way far in advance. Like that food was probably cold by the time oh, those guys got in there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, assu- I'm yeah, assuming there I, weren't I, like I, microwaves out I, available yeah. for them to use. I, I, I heard people say like, "What is keeping this food warm?" Yeah. And so, right. So the whole White House staff, whoever was in charge of that fast food idea, they are on the boat and they can serve that kind of food to our to our passengers on the boat while they listen to, while they listen to that great uh, song. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, seen or to be seen. <laughs> we're, we're, we're almost we're almost done here. All right, uh, I'll go uh, real quick. I I've been reading uh, the uh, biography Ali by uh, Jonathan Ig that was written within the last couple of years. I'm like three quarters of the way through it. Uh, it's brought to light a lot of things that I had no idea about this man, this this great uh, sporting idol who I have been sort of fascinated with for most of my adult life. Um, I'm at the point now where he is nearing the end of his boxing career, and my God, he took a beating again and again and mm. again and numerous fights after he um, – beat George Foreman in the Rumble in the Jungle and won the belt back. He was a complete fool with his money, as I guess it's probably not much of a surprise because most boxers are. Mm-hmm. And he essentially had to continue fighting because they were throwing money at him and he was spending it right and left. Mm-hmm. And he was getting his butt, his behind beaten in these 15-round fights. His fights were not ending. Mm-hmm. He wasn't knocking people out. He couldn't knock anybody out by that point in his career. He never really was a knockout artist. So he was going 15 rounds against heavy hitters, and he was essentially losing the fights on decisions, but they would never – the judges would never rule against him. So he was he would get wins in these fights, even though he lost them, essentially. And that would con- – he, he would con- – after he'd see, okay, well, I won. I'll fight again. I'll make another 3 or $4 million dollars. It's just it's so sad to think that this guy was just getting pummeled this, um, this yeah, sort of like, like cult cult figure and this uh you know almost like a hero um by like monsters like Sonny Liston and George Foreman Well and, no Liston and, was way early in his career and he didn't fight Foreman twice he fought Foreman once he fought Frazier three times and all three of them were wars he fought Leon Spinks a couple of times Leon Spinks beat the hell out of him um he fought Ken Norton three times and Ken Norton won w- the, Jonathan Ig essentially says that Ken Norton beat him in every every time they fought, all three times, and Ali only lost one of them. He lost the first one, and Norton w- was a he he battered him. So I, I don't know. It's just a lot of really interesting information that I had never uh, considered about Ali. He was an incredible womanizer. He was it, he he abused his wives in times. Uh, so the the picture that's painted of him is certainly deserving in a lot of ways in that he's you know this cultish hero and he was this great uh you know human being in, in a lot of ways 
Um, but he was also there were also a lot of bad parts of Muhammad Ali. He also fought at the Capitol Center twice. He and did. Our, and our and our our former sports editor Stan Goldberg was there to to, to, right. doc, to document the, the, that, and, those and, fights. And both so. of those fights were much later in his career in the late seventies, and he was a shell of himself. Right. And he was not he he was not a good fighter back then. Right, Colin. Well, this would I, I have to give uh, this has to be it for me. Uh, the Saturday night at the Blue Side Double Motorcycle, yes. uh, the band that you hear at the beginning, I think, still at the yes. beginning of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're releasing our second album. We're having a record release party at the Blue Side. It's not this Saturday though. It is. It's the. It's what's this Saturday? That. Are we going to change? <laughs> It's we, the nineteenth. Are we gonna have to change our music now? To, to, uh, you, you have uh, more uh, songs uh, to pick uh, from. Update our music. Man, it's not I need this, to get a babysitter. It's this Saturday, man. Yeah. I, know. Yeah, I was thinking so. it was next Saturday for some reason, but right. that's great. I, yeah, I, so. I hope that goes well, and I would love to be there. Hopefully, I can figure out a way to do that. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna party it up. Nice. Uh, and we oh we I should say too, old mother brewed a beer. Yes. For us, so that'll be. Really that's good. largely why I want to go because I want to taste that beer yeah, it's and support good. you. Obviously, very good. I'm going football, but a specific football game, uh, the, the Chiefs and Patriots, much like the Chiefs and Chargers, which was such a wonderful game, as, as we talked about. I, w- I want to see Pat Mahomes. Uh, can, can, he, can he stand toe-to-toe with, with Tom Brady? It's, it's yep. the, the old guard against the, the new young gun. So, so that, that's the game that I'm looking forward to watching on Sunday. So. Doesn't it feel like the Patriots lose? I think they're going to they're gonna find a way to win somehow, okay. e- even though Kansas City is probably the, the better team. And at home, and according to Tom Brady, everybody thinks the Patriots. Suck. Yeah, I, we, I did want to mention that too. Yeah, was, so yeah, I, I agree. Right, what was yeah, that? Right. Uh, yeah, no one thinks the Patriots could win. Like Brady's normally above the "it's us against the world" I've, look, uh, talk. I, I've so. said it his whole career. He is still an underdog in his mind. Right. He's yeah, still, he, an, and that's he, one of the reasons why he's so great. Yeah. So he manufactures the slice, much yeah. like Baker Mayfield. And, and, and well, hold on else. now. But so. Michael Jordan did that a lot. Oh yeah. yeah true. Let's not put yeah. Baker Mayfield in this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, Greg's I'm, man love for Baker Mayfield grows by grows by leaps exactly. and bounds like every day, a, a, exponentially. So, yes, he is not, in, he's not, not in that not in that not in that category of Jordan and Brady and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but I thought I'm you were going to say Michael Jordan. You went Baker Mayfield. So who's next? Trevor Lawrence? Like, <laughs> hey, eventually, yeah. So, all right. Just a reminder: we are taking submissions uh, for the boat. So, so that's right. So, yeah. So, so send them in. So my my brother was the one, of course, one of our most loyal uh, listeners was the one that put the White House staff on on notice there. So who are we? Who are we um, sending these submissions to? The you listeners? Can send, send send them to me on Twitter at Greg underscore Swatek. Um, you can e- email me. Gswatech at newspost.com. Um, we, should, we, should, we should probably start a Twitter page of our own or a Facebook page of our own uh, where, where people can send this stuff in. So you're the but, boss, man. But we will take submissions we'll take uh, if, if you have them. I love so, it. Thanks for listening. Uh, just another sports podcast. <laughs>